Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. All right, so we're on the the next the next episode here of this this podcast, and it's unfortunate that our our good friend Sean will not be joining us tonight. Um, he and, has good reasons. To, yeah, do you guys want to just conjecture as to what exactly he's doing right now? I think I think that's it's kind of up in the air to me. Ed, you had some thoughts a moment ago. Mm, I think that he's having like some really good Mexican street corn. I think he's with a woman. Also, that's also possible. They may not be mutually exclusive, let's put it that way. Is Mexican street corn slang for being with a woman? Uh, Sean would be the best one to answer that, actually. (laughs) Okay, maybe maybe he can give us some... I think we'll get a report next week. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Uh, yeah, so... In other news here, I was I was kind of uh, you know it's the basketball season's not really underway yet. The NBA doesn't start for another uh, seven days to be exact, and uh, there's not a lot to talk about unless you you know enjoy talking about preseason basketball. Um, I did notice that uh, there was some Grayson Allen news. He's he's reportedly dating somebody. I don't recognize the name, nor do I remember the name, but that's news apparently. And I got to thinking. If you had asked me, like, what what year of his NBA career year this was for for Grayson, I, I might have told you second or third, because um, <laughs> it seems like he's been in the NBA for at least three years. Is this his first Am year? I the only one. Yeah. Yeah he, yeah. he was in college last year, guys. Come on. That seems like three years ago. Is he in the Jazz? He is. Basketball. I think what happened is, as I watched some summer league basketball, or I didn't watch it, but I, I probably saw like a highlight on Twitter. And uh, that seems like six months ago, and I figured that, you know, multiply that times five or basically three years ago. I just, uh, I just paged through some pictures on Instagram of Grayson and his girlfriend, and uh, he's done well. Who, who, who is that, like, exa- exactly? Do you know? She, she appears to be a soccer player. Um, it, it appears she, oh, that's embarrassing. I didn't know who that was, and she's like, is she a well-known soccer player? Uh, no, I don't think she plays in the National Women's Soccer League. I don't know if she's like a women's national team caliber, but uh, yeah, looks like they did some hiking together. Grayson snuggled with her dog. They love each other, guys. Do you do you think that Grayson is trading off of your good looks, Bob? Yeah, I mean he's a he's a inferior Bob Wolfie, so. I'll just leave it at that. NBA player trading off the looks of somebody with 25 Twitter followers. <laughs> what does that What does that mean exactly? Trading off the looks? Like, do you mean like he like looks up Bob's I, Bob's uh, Facebook profile and like takes like hints and, and tips? I think so. I think he's. I think like what I mean by that is that people mistake him for Bob Othi and he's happy to accept the the comparison and then <laughs> goes yeah. from there. Yeah. You know, That's reasonable, guys. I've I've always kind of like tried to tried to say no. He doesn't look like me that much, but after seeing these photos, I will happily say that's me. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so you mean the photos of him and his and his girlfriend are, are are making you feel like he looks more like you? That's right. 
That's right. He's growing up. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just happy if people thought that was me. Let's put it that way. All right, we got some more NBA hard-hitting news here. Steve Kerr got ejected last night in a preseason game. Preseason? In his, his preseason, his uh, quote from the game was, I didn't even want to be here. <laughs> Good for him. I, he just went up I mean, I... <laughs> Maybe it was a maybe it was a political your... dispute. Ooh. He's fairly outspoken. <laughs> do, do you do you find that to be too much? Like, do you think he needs to leave that out of the out of the equation? Ed? Absolutely not. Is that, is that offensive? No, not at okay. all. No. If that's what it was, then I'd applaud him for it. But I don't think it was for that. I think maybe he just was bored. Yeah. yeah I still, I still don't like Steve Kerr. We kind of touched on this last week, and and I suppose we could spend another ten minutes talking about former NBA coaches that are better, not better than George Carl again, but. But I sort of like Steve Kerr's personality. I don't like the fact that he's basically you know overrated as a coach, kind of like Phil Jackson. I'm sure someday we'll look back on Steve Kerr and be like, oh, basketball wizard. He won a lot of championships. Basketball wizard. But when it comes down to it, he really his players did it for him, just like Phil Jackson did. So I don't I don't know. I, that, that's probably not really a a super ridiculous uh, opinion, but it's. Uh, that's what you're hearing right now. Do we are we going to get George Carl on the pod sometime? I thought we had him lined up for this week, and maybe it didn't work out. I'm going to have to defer to our producers. Uh, we'll we'll get an update next week on that one. I don't I don't believe so. Who is our producer? Paul. Peter. All right, we'll get on him. One of the two of those guys. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm still just looking through Instagram here. What, what you finding? Anything good? Yeah, some good stuff. Are you more of a like a, a celebrity Instagram guy, or do you have like people that you like your friends I, on there that you look at? I've actually probably used Instagram for a total of ten minutes in my whole life. I was gonna say I didn't know you use Instagram. No, yeah, uh, but I might start now. I follow uh, Peter's wife on there, and I, I find I find some interesting. Family photos of the of the McCulloughs on there. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I just uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm too old for social media, I guess. Too old for it these days. And you can tell by your account. <laughs> yeah, we really need to to step up the 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 at Smart Basketball Twitter feed. I'm not sure, really sure what's who, who's. Do we, do we need to hire somebody? Should we should we hire? A, like a paid social media expert and like juice up our uh, account. I've been saying, just yeah. turn it over to me. That's all you need to do. We'll be good. Uh, you you don't control it today. I do not control the at Smart Basketball account. Oh, I don't know. If, I, I don't know if I trust you, Ed. I, we're still the, the still. I'm, I'm glad that we haven't quite given the reins over to you yet. We'll we'll keep thinking about it. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. All right. Um, in the meantime, I may also look. Like I said, I might go third party on this one. See if we can. You know, I'm sure there's a PR firm that's willing to just you know take our money. I'm, that sounds like a great use of our money by paying a third party to run our Twitter account with yeah. 50 followers. Well, well, we only have like 50. That's what I'm saying. If we had if we had a, a, a professional, that's <laughs> going to get us up to at least over like triple digits. I I do I did actually think today that we should pay for a promoted tweet. For at Smart Basketball when the pod comes out and 
let's pay to get it promoted. That's your first step, and I think in becoming a professional tweeter is 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 that kind of forward thinking right there. If you can think about things like promoted tweets, promoted <laughs> tweet. Yeah, I think that's yeah. It takes money to get money. I learned <laughs> I learned from my mentor Vincent Fortenberry. <laughs> Okay, I'm not, not sure what that is, but feel free to uh, yeah. expand on that one. Yeah. No, it's, it encourage our 18 listeners to go find the Twitter handle for Vincent Fortenberry, and he's a master tweeter. <laughs> did, you, did you check out that, that Vincent Terrace link I shared earlier with uh, the best on-air television shows of all time? I didn't. Book? I didn't. But I did like the name, like you said. Looks amazing. I mean, that actually looks amazing. I mean, the guy's name, Vincent Terrace, if that's not – that's one of the best names I've seen in a while. Can we can we check in on Rick Pitino's Twitter account? I, I, you know, oddly enough, I didn't do that. I did Google. I did check around for some – I've got a Google news feed for, for, for Pitino. There hasn't been a lot of news on him lately. It's It's still talk about his – his Twitter outburst from three weeks ago that we've already talked about at length. Um, well, hey, I got I actually, guys. I mean, I got a, a Yahoo news alert today. Uh, oh, that was that was talking about, or you know, musing that the Louisville basketball program might get the death penalty based on all of the. Uh, oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. Who wrote that? Forty. Uh, the other guy, uh, Wetzel. Okay. Wetzel. Yeah. It wasn't Douster? Douster is with NBC, I think. I think. Mm. When you think college basketball you coverage, think, what you name? N- you think NBC when you think college basketball coverage. Uh, yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> do they still air uh, Notre Dame games? I think they do still air the Irish, right? Uh, basketball? No, absolutely not. They don't, dude. Really? I don't. I don't think NBC has aired a college basketball game <laughs> since 1974. No, they used to air Notre Dame games. You don't remember that? No, I don't. You are you that out of tune like with reality? Because they've they've definitely in the last at least 15 years filmed the one Notre Dame game, and I'm pretty sure they had a multiple. I mean, you, someone can, as I'm sitting here pontificating about it, maybe can look it up. But I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Like right. as recently, I'm pretty sure, but like in the last five years, if I had to. If I had to like either over under on on years last time NBC aired a Notre Dame game, it's going to be like twenty twelve. I like <laughs> I like the idea of them using Mike Mayock for both football and just throwing him into basketball. Like we got this guy under contract, Mike. Just go ahead, go ahead and call the the B ball games too. That's actually that's a, that's actually a really good idea, Ed. I think that's a you're really you know you're really thinking tonight, Ed. I'm I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. I took a nap, hey, hey, um, guys. I actually have an answer. <laughs> I have an answer to Zach's query here. Okay. The, okay. The last, the last college basketball game on NBC was February twenty eighth, nineteen ninety eight. Oh man! Really? Yeah. Ninety eight. Yeah. Was it Notre Dame? It was Notre Dame in Providence. Okay, I feel better. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe fifteen years was a little. Uh, was that, that was, ag- aggressive? But yeah. Was that a Billy Donovan led Providence squad, or is that not the right time period? Maybe to, a little bit too. Uh, too recent. Uh, Donovan, gosh. Man. I think that's about right. Maybe late 90s. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Bob can also uh, I mean, move his fingers around on his on his keyboard to figure that one out here shortly. But, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that's – that's. I mean, why, why does that uh, 
you have fond memories of, of Billy Donovan's squad? I, I honestly, that's the only person I know that's played for Providence. Yeah, Donovan played there in 86, 87. <laughs> okay, so I'm a decade off. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but didn't he coach there too? No. He wow. Did Where did he go? That was real. He's, he had some less lesser job than before Florida, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, uh, he was with Marshall and then Florida. Really? Yeah. Yep. Well, he was a, he was an assistant at Kentucky, which of course is no surprise when Patino was there. But uh, yeah, then he moved to Marshall, and then he was at Florida for like nineteen, twenty years. So, so you guys, speaking of the only new tweet from from Patino since our last podcast is, my podcast is launching next Tuesday on iTunes. I'm super excited for the first guest, <laughs> Billy Donovan, head coach of the Oklahoma Thunder. Seriously? Not, not yes. Not a lot of action <laughs> for the Petuitos. <laughs> that's awesome we uh I don't know how we did that tied it all together without even knowing it but perfect it was organic well he did coach Billy Donovan so that's like kind of related I assume that's why Ed brought it up I did not no because we were talking about college basketball and NBC and Notre Dame playing Providence Oh, that, okay. That was the last televised yeah. game. Not ninety-eight. That's that's amazing. Twenty years ago. <laughs> Speaking of that, I, I, I was thinking the other day. Uh, I was I was watching TV and they they, they played a, uh, you know, I was watching like a football game or something. They played a highlight from the nineties, and it just looked like it. You know, you couldn't tell if it was maybe from the sixties or seventies or eighties, like to the the quality of the the television oh, yeah. feed. Oh yeah. How did we I'm watch just, those I'm really, really yeah, really made it, but I think, I don't know, I don't think it looked that bad back at the time. Like, I don't remember watching the game as a kid and thinking, man, this is, this looks bad. So I, I think the film, the film quality of that era is, is just kind of poor. But then it really, as then I, was, I watched a highlight of a game in, in another game I was, that I was watching, uh, and it showed a highlight from like 2005, like around the, the first of the HD era, you know, and yeah. uh, it's clear, you know, it, might have, it could have been last week. Really, you know, it was. I was really kind of taken aback as to how crisp. You know, you usually you can tell what era it's from by kind of how old the, the film looks. Like, if, I guess if it's from the '60s, you can kind of it has that '60s feel to it, mm-hmm. and it has that you know '70s had its own little feel. '80s kind of improves a little bit. '90s, you know, still pretty bad, but but better. But it, you know, the, the the quality. You know, I felt like the only way I, that I could tell the difference was like the on-screen fonts of like the. Like comic you know, sans, like the, the, the over the overlay. Yeah, right. and it's funny how like how those have like uh, morphed over the years. You know, they've been really kind of rudimentary, and I think Fox started doing it back in the early two thousands or even late nineties. Yeah, that was like groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. Whoa, we can see the score. That's cool. And it's like always on the screen. Yeah, right. If you look back, you know, like watching any old ending on like you know NFL films or uh, yeah. Whatever, and they show the you know like like the, the old game bot broadcasts. They just look a lot different. Yep. Um, I'm not really sure where I'm going with this, but I really feel like it's it's amazing how you can watch a game a highlight from like you know 2005, and it looks like it was from last week. Important observation, I would say. Important. Thanks. Thanks for that 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 clarification on that one. You're welcome. Ed, are you asleep yet? I know you were you were falling asleep earlier. I'm still here. <laughs> You guys seem like you handled that one. I have a question. I have a question. Since we're talking about like '90s basketball, maybe early aughts, uh, what's what's your favorite basketball memory from that general era? Favorite favorite memory or favorite team? 
Ed, go. I I can distinctly remember whatever Bulls championship it was when Paxson hit three oh in the corner. God. That's that's my distinctive memory from the nineties. Okay. Um which I don't think is a bad one, right? It's not, but it's also not from the time era that Bob. Did you say nineties or the aughts? Yeah, I said nineties or the aughts. Oh you did say nineties. I apologize. I thought you said early. <laughs> yeah. Zach, which is funny, Ed, because I actually recently, while I was I was I was running the other day, and and on the TV, I just decided to pop on NBA uh, TV because there's nothing else on, and they were playing that game. So I actually recently watched that game, and by golly, it was just as I remember it. You know, Barkley uh, and the Suns probably should have won that game, but they uh, they just didn't uh, didn't pull it out. The, the other yeah. thing I can remember is. Being, I think I was probably playing like middle school basketball, and I remember people yelling in the concession stand, and I ran over there when I was between games or something like that, and they showed Shaq breaking a backboard for the Magic, and I can vividly remember that, and them having to come out and dust up the whatever the the fiberglass <laughs> and roll out the new and roll out the new hoop, so that's another distinctive memory from my early childhood. It's, a good memory. it's pretty amazing how how technology has, has advanced that, that we've 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 come to make basketball hoops not not breakable anymore. They just they just don't they just don't break anymore. What about you guys? No. Zach, what you got? Yeah, uh, I'm thinking like '94, '95 NCAA tournament when when uh, Villanova was at like a two or two or a three seed and they almost lost to Old Dominion. I really wanted Old Dominion to win, to win that game. I was uh, I was a huge fan of the the Colonial Athletic uh, Conference way back in the, the early nineties, <laughs> and I was really upset. So that would be would have been my because they they really almost won that game. I think they were a fifteen seed. Um, so that's that's my memory of huh. of basketball. That's cool. How about <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks again, Great. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What you're the body? big you must, have, you must have a real whopper in mind. Here. You're probably thinking like what Christian Leitner and his shot, or what is it? Is it going to be um, something Duke related? I do, I do remember that game very well. Um, is it going to be when when, they, when Duke beat UNLV in the finals? Uh, I forget what '92. I guess that same year. Um, no, no. Actually, I feel like the the first basketball. I should say the first basketball game I remember. I remember watching the Lakers with Magic and whatnot, like late night when I was. Pretty young, I think. Um, you must have been like four. Yeah, I was. Yeah, <laughs> really young. <laughs> but, Zach was um, in college. I, mean, <laughs> I was in college. You guys were like three, you know, peeing your pants and NBC around. Uh, NBC still aired uh, basketball games. No, I, I mean think, no, CBS probably actually aired it back way back in the '88. Oh yeah, I'm pal. Sure. I'm, yeah, I'm joking. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Um, you know, aside from like the, the obvious 90s memories, I have a very distinct memory of watching Duke play in the, uh, what do they call that tournament in Alaska? Like the Anchorage Shootout or something like that? Alaska? The Great Alaska Shootout. Yeah, there you go. I have a distinct memory of watching them at like midnight uh, yeah. just destroy whatever awful team they played in the first round. Trajan Langdon just making it rain. And the Fairbanks Community College. Yeah. That guy, yeah. I could see a young Bob Wothy like somehow getting a good line on the game, maybe from like Uncle Bob or something, and having five dollars <laughs> on the line. 
I did have a uh, I, I did I did often bet my grandfather on like NBA Finals and World Series as a child, but that that was that was the extent of my gambling yeah. time. Yeah. And I will add the uh, local TV guide at a fantasy football contest that I won often. So throw that up there too. You ever you ever play that Ed? No. Oh man, it was the best. <laughs> what can you So your favorite game was a, a the Great Alaska Shootout bomb? Is that what you're telling us? I'm just saying, not my favorite. It's just a memory that that burns in my mind. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So I can randomly remember sleeping over at my aunt's house on a pull-out sofa watching the end of the NBA Finals when the Rockets won. Was Vernon Maxwell on that team? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can remember that. I'm a big Dream fan, so I always I like Olajuwon. Uh, Olajuwon is a top player of we at the Basketball Purist account. How many Twitter accounts do you have, Ed? Um, just for the purposes of this pod, I'd just like to talk about the Basketball Purist one. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess you only I, – I forgot that you don't actually have access to the Smart Basketball account, so you only have one. That's right. That's right. What about uh, Smart Croquet? Did you Smart Croquet, I just learned of that account. It's very good. Yeah, I love that account. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I think it has one – I haven't seen it yet. I'll, I'll have to check that out later. Yeah. But uh, trying to see what's going on with Cam- Cameron, uh, I believe it's Crutwig from Loyola. Yeah. Get yeah, it's what's – Getting, getting ready for another season, you know, hopefully didn't eat too many bags of Cheetos. He's got a little bit in the midsection. we got to keep him in shape. So <laughs> if he's listening, I really hope that he, you know, gets back to the to the dance again this year. Man. I assume he's listening. I don't know why he wouldn't. Gosh, he was only a freshman last year, huh? He's a big Bears That's, fan. I've learned that from, from his Twitter feed. I didn't realize he was only a freshman last year. You know, it's too bad, though, because, you know, he's never going to have a season like that again. <laughs> There's just no way. But good for him, man. That was a hell of a season for a freshman. I mean, is Loyola going to make it back? Well, I mean, this all this is a great uh, segue. We could talk about Porter Mosher for, like, another half an hour because, I mean, that guy has a great, uh, great story. Porter, yeah. Yeah, we could. Who who would have guessed that guy would have made a Final Four in the year 20, 2018? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think Loyola actually only lost a couple players, maybe two or three players. So, I mean, they've got – I think they've got a lot of their guys back. Maybe not their their best guys, but I don't know. Well, yeah, they look pretty good. They That's really fun. interesting that you knew all that information about that team, Bob. I didn't know you were. Did you buy the the, the preseason? Uh, what's the pre uh, college basketball uh, preview guide? I forget the name of that thing. The App Smart Basketball Preview Guide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to buy that. <laughs> it's on shelf soon. Keep an eye out. So I I really love what would it be probably like January and February on ESPNU with some of the low-end D1 teams getting ready, getting close towards their conference tournaments. Just a oh, great yeah. – I got to wait a little bit longer to get there. You know, we're just kicking off uh, the NBA season, but that's really my wheelhouse. 
Well, you know they play those games all season long. Yeah, they they don't just play those games in February. I am aware. <laughs> I am aware <laughs> that <laughs> that they don't that they have longer than a five game season. <laughs> no, I'm. I mean, I'm looking forward to some some mid mid December uh, swack action. That's that's always exciting. Swack. I think what's so comforting though about the time frame Ed mentioned is like, you know, you've got you've got the holiday season, and then you've got the NFL playoffs, and you've got. Uh, um, what am I thinking of? You got you got stuff like that, but then it comes to an end, and then you need that swack basketball in February. You just need it. You need something, and it's there for you. It's there for you. It's just like a comforting blanket. You just kind of let yeah. yourself be draped in it and just accept it, and you feel really good about it. It's there when you need it, and uh, it's not. It's not. You know, it doesn't make you feel bad about your basketball game because. You know, you could see yourself competing out there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> How about Jimmy Butler? He might, he might, uh, he might stick with the Timberwolves all all season long. Is that the uh, latest? And demand to be traded. I think it would actually be pretty pretty funny if if he just didn't get traded, but just continually barked and and talked about getting traded the whole season, but but kept playing and just as if nothing was. You know, going on, but he, I don't know. It seems Wait, so. Seems like it's going to work out great. Yeah, didn't we say? Didn't we decide that uh, Butler slept with Carl Anthony Towns' girlfriend or something like that? Is that what we decided? No, we did not decide. We've heard that, and it is not a statement that we are making. Okay, thank you, thank you for. Uh, <laughs> We've been told that is uh, that's clearly possible. clearly we have an anonymous, anonymous source. That's right. Okay, thank you. What about uh, what about this whole Conor McGregor fight thing? Did anybody watch that highlight? I, I didn't watch it, but I did hear the. Um, I think McGregor. I don't know if it was at the weigh-in or whatever it was. Him going off about. Um, something about terrorists, terrorists, <laughs> and <laughs> went into great detail. And nine eleven came up, and seemed like a lot of racial profiling. <laughs> but it was a bit of a turnoff. Like I kind of don't really like. I think I didn't really care about that that UFC fight this this past weekend because of that. Like this is really not really my my thing. I don't really. I don't know. What's 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 exciting about racial profiling? I'm just not really sure what I why I should be pumped and excited about that. I mean, I was more. Yeah, go ahead. Ed. No, it, there's not much exciting about it. I just know that it happened. Yeah, yeah. but that, that's how he was promoting his fight. Like he was literally like barking about how he thinks that his opponent is a terrorist and and shouldn't be allowed in the country, and then also wants you to pay pay basically pay him money to to fight the guy. So it's just. On more than one level, it's really weird. I don't, I don't know if I'm really, really into that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I thought that it was interesting from the perspective of the fight going to the stands, but at the same time, I feel like it, it's basically the uh, the WWE at that point. You know, it's like, oh, they're out, they're outside of the uh, the ring, and somebody's got a steel chair. Well, does the WWE go to that length though? Do they go? Do they play the the terrorist card? Like, has that been a thing that anyone's oh, ever done in that? Absolutely. Oh. Don't, don't, okay. Don't, I mean, like Sergeant Slaughter 
back in the day. I was going to say, like, I'm sure it happened in, like, the 80s or 90s, probably. Well, yeah. But he was just dressed up like a an army guy. <laughs> I don't know. I think he was, like, threatening terrorists in real life, <laughs> or even the fictional, you know, whatever you want to call the... Oh, man. I don't know. Pro wrestling, but... I feel like... I mean, what about, like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan? He came out waving the American flag. (laughs) Those are good days. I wish Tony was here. Tony, Tony, our good friend Tony, would have some commentary on those days of wrestling. Maybe he'll be our producer someday. Maybe he's good at Twitter. I don't know. We need to to check that out a little bit. Couldn't, Couldn't be worse than us, that's for sure. I'm looking. I don't know if I want to get away from the Jimmy Butler thing though. Like, what if he plays really hard and like, like, like you know, in, in, a, in an effort to like show his his worth to other teams so that he can be more like more more uh, likely to be traded. Well, the um, the last thing that I read was that he's demanding to be traded by yeah, but Friday. Okay, but he was demanding to be traded three weeks ago, and he still hasn't gotten traded yet. Right. I mean, yeah, that's that's the funny part is like he has no leverage in terms of setting a deadline yeah. on this. So, I mean, I guess he could just not play, but I feel like if if I were him, I would I would continue to just demand to be traded, but keep playing. I can't wait to see him play like forty four minutes a night for all eighty two games. <laughs> Thibodeau just just running him into the ground. I like that. That'd be awesome. It could happen, right? I mean. If he's gonna, but, but why would why would Butler show up to play at all? That's I mean, I guess if he wants to get paid, he has to. But I think it's in his interest to, unless he has like a mega. I don't know what his contract is. I I'm not a. I'm sure his contract know. states that he has to play to actually get paid. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, my point is, I don't think he needs <laughs> the money. <laughs> I don't think he needs the money. You know. So. Yeah. Well, is that, is that right, though? I mean, he's probably in the middle of his, his juiciest contract currently. Uh, the first few years in the league, he probably didn't make that much money. Right, I guess. He's probably I mean, getting endorsements, I guess. No, you're right. He doesn't need any money. Yeah. You know, those guys, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a common opinion these days is that, you know, pro athletes are spoiled and don't need any more money. Is that what you're telling us, Bob? I don't think he's spoiled. I, mean, I just think he's like, I just think he's smart. Okay. He's like Le'Veon Bell. Why would, why would those guys play in a situation that... Is not uh, that's a really silly comparison, man. I don't. You're going to compare a guy who doesn't want to get injured to a guy that just doesn't want to play in a certain locale. I mean, hey, hey man, the NFL is a is no. a war zone. Hey man, it's Butler's last year of his contract. Why wouldn't he want to get a long term okay, deal? Fair enough, bro. Fair, fair. Okay, now that we've got our our NBA contract expert on the line, <laughs> we now know <laughs> the truth of the situation. Thanks for 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 dialing it up for us. Anyway. So guys, I'm looking. Anyway. I'm looking through my the basketball purist account and some of the teams that I was tracking come late February, early March, and I tweeted at the University of Georgia women's basketball team, <laughs> uh, the Iona Gales, San Francisco versus Gonzaga. Uh, yeah. Who else do we have here? Um, Were you interacting with one of with the like one of the the SWAC announcers or, or the MIAC or whatever that that uh, ESPN game was? Yeah, one oh, of yeah. the one of the great announcers on ESPNU, who also Absolutely. I think does bowling. He does. I forget his name. Do we know his name? Yeah, we don't know his name. That's not a good look. We'll find we could, it. We could. Um, we could get him on the. Let's. We could be a guest. You know. Let's, uh, we need to. Let's. Dave, let's add this Dave guy Lamont. This week. Dave. Dave Lamont. Let's. 
Uh, Bob, do you want to slide into his DMs and see where you can get with that? <laughs> slide in. I feel like I feel like our goal for this endeavor should be to get Dave Lamont on the program. He called the great Alcorn State versus Alabama State last February. That's right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like after he calls one of these games, we should try to get him on. Like you know, it's a good game. We got we got to talk about it with Dave. Add some some flavor for us. I think that's a great idea, guys. I think we could, I think we're onto something here. here yeah. Here's an exchange I had. Hey, Dave Lamont is Mosby playing tired? Look, lots of his jump shots barely hitting the rim. Looks like tired likes to me. Response from Dave Lamont. He did look tired. Alabama State D was heavily focused on him. That's what we're about, <laughs> you guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's huge, huge insight. Huge insight that 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 you yeah. Now I need to know, and I know I could find it, is who's the guy that calls the game and then goes and likes to get in on the huddles for each game and then comes back. Oh. Oh, man. Wasn't that him? No, it was another guy, and he comes back. It's like a general leading his troops into battle. That was hilarious, yeah. (laughs) Boy, why do we know who that guy's name is? Oh, I'll find it. (laughs) Did he do, like, major games, or was it, like, mid-major? No, 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 no way. I uh, I Who also was that. Smart Basketball also tweeted at Dave Lamont, and uh, Smart Basketball said, "You a man's work from an individual that exudes class and composure." <laughs> About Dave Lamont, is that, that is that what that's, that he's describing? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Okay, we're definitely. I think I think we need to to track down. Well, first we need to make sure that he's actually like still employed by ESPN because that might. Not be a thing. Right. I mean, I wonder if ESPN will even allow him on this program. He's a hot commodity. Oh, uh, he, now, now he would be allowed to go on this program. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. He's Dave Lamont. He can... Okay, you're right. You're right. So, um, the other announcer's name I found it. His name is Paul Biancardi. Paul Biancardi. And that bro- was, yeah. Man, I loved that. I loved it when he would go get the huddles. <laughs> Just absurd. Went into the Radford huddle at the eight-minute mark. Don't Radford. miss it. He must, he must have, like, a, a really nice detailed Wikipedia page, if I had to guess. He's ver- <laughs> He is verified on Twitter. He is the ESPN National Recruiting Director for Boys High School Basketball. I'll be in Cardi. Love it. We got yeah. to send some more people his way when we get into the season here. There's a link on Coach B and Cardi's website that we can book Coach for an appearance. Interesting. Maybe so that I get it. Now we can. That's a great idea. We can we can pay him to be on the show. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And then we can Might pay to better. promote the tweet to promote no. the podcast that he was on. Now we're talking. Now we're talking business, guys. This is how you build a business. And then our plan. third, our third, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're all, right. And then our third party. Yeah, all of our listeners were going behind the curtain here and showing you really how the business is done. <laughs> uh, do you think we could get Paul and Dave on at the same time? Would that be productive? Wow. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, like a, it's like putting a couple big horns in a, in a small room. <laughs> 